and welcome to Spee Reads. This is Mashpee's very own reading-based podcast. I am your host, I'm Caitlin, and if you're just like, whoa, what did I just click on? Let me tell you a little bit about us. So basically, as my senior project, I'm getting the readers of Mashpee involved, and this is our first aspect of it. Our first aspect of it is we're making a podcast for you, for the people, for everyone who is interested in books and the world of books and love your favorite book and just want to talk about it, want to talk about it more, want to talk about it with people you don't know. We're finding out all those little intricate details that you didn't know about your books and find out about our local community and how it relates to books. Interviews with our local readers and we're going to be going down the Cape Cod book trail. We're going to be doing all these things to make our Mashpee book community that much stronger and I think that'll be a really great thing. So first part of my project is this podcast and it'll be an interactive environment for you and for me and we will go back and forth and but the second part of my project is a book club the project lit book club for mashby high school students and in this book club we will be learning all about diverse perspectives through the narratives of contemporary literature and so if that sounds interesting to you make sure you stop by mashby high school's um, library and pick up a copy for our first book our first book club meeting is november 26th that's tuesday and there's still time for you to come and join us and talk about the book and join our little community and it's gonna be a great time so In keeping with this book club aspect of my project, our first episode today, it just seemed fitting that we talk about book clubs. So today's episode is about everything you could possibly want to know about book clubs. And so I think that leaves us for the first place to start is what is a book club? So basically a book club is just any group of people who come together and they read the same book and they talk about that book. It basically is just any people coming together to talk about literature. They can be different groups. They can be in different formats. They can have different themes. So like some book clubs are online, some are in person, some revolve around a specific genre. Like some people do horror. Um, and then on Halloween have like big parties. Some people, read harry potter i don't know all the time and go play quidditch who knows um but basically no matter what the theme or the style of your book club they all center around us coming together to learn new things together and talk about the books that we love and i think that's just super important because it brings different ideas out and i think that's one of the most important thing which brings us to my book club which is themed around diversity our book club centers around books that are from the Project Lit list, which if you don't know, is a list of compiled of young adult literature that centers around perspectives you don't hear from often in that genre. Um, And it basically just exposes us to these ideas that we might not have ever thought about before. And it brings us closer to our peers and our community as a way of togetherness. As I brought my project to Mashpee and I bring this book club into Mashpee, people keep asking me, Caitlin, why book clubs? Like, what do you have with book clubs? Have you ever been in a book club? And that answer is once. Once in the fourth grade, when before school for about two months, we would go to Miss Lanou's room. If you are from Ashby, you know Miss Lanou. And we would read the Gollywhopper games by Jody Feldman. And that was just such an interesting experience for me because it was people that you wouldn't expect to be interested in this book. And they all came together and they wanted to share their perspective about it. And I thought that was super interesting that we had this community in Mashby that we would never have known about had we not been brought together like this. And that kind of fell apart after that first book. But I think it's just like 
why don't we focus on our children and having them read for fun? It just doesn't make sense to me. So I want to bring that energy to our high school and have this book club together like we do for fourth graders. So like, I know my mom's in a book club. These middle-aged women all sit around and they drink their wine and they read their books and they have a great time. And like my brother's in a book club, he's in college. But why, why do our high schools not have book clubs? Why don't we focus on this? And I just, I think it's because people know we're busy. They know that we have these busy lives and they think that we don't want to take the time to sit down and talk about books when we have all these other commitments that we want to be a part of. And I just think that's so interesting. And that's because that's wrong. We want this. We want this as a community. We want to be a part of this. And so I think that brings us to the history of book clubs. Why did they start? Where did these come from? Why do we sit around and talk about the books? Why don't we just read the books? And reading is a very solitary endeavor. Why is that not enough that we have to go and be in a group and talk about these books? That answer really stems from women's rights. Um, of the total people in book clubs today, 93% of them are women. And I just think that's an amazing statistic that today only 7% of the people who are involved in active book clubs are men. And that's because of this history. Basically, when women did not have jobs and they were forced to stay home, um, they had a lot of time on their hands. And pretty much by this time, everyone was like, at least every upper middle class person was literate and so because they need to read the bible of course um and so they all knew how to read and had all this time on their hands and so they would come together and they would read and because of the time period it was often biblical settings um and they came together and they would talk about the reading of the week whatever their church was talking about that day or that week whatever they were doing they would come together and they would discuss together these groups of women while they had nothing else to do while their husbands were working while they were expected to be home they would come together and they would do this one of the most interesting things i found when i was researching this was that actually the founding of rhode island stems back to book clubs so basically Anne hutchinson was living in colonial massachusetts in 1634 and she would have all these women over and they would all talk about whatever they were reading and they would come together and they would talk and these got huge and this was this is where the ideas would spread and so they would come together but um the government did not like this because they thought groups of people in the room together sharing their new ideas was way too radical they did not like this so they banished her to rhode island and she founded the state of rhode island alongside roger williams so i just thought that was really interesting that basically if this book club hadn't existed we would be 49 states the smallest state would not exist shout out to rhode island Another thing that I just thought was super interesting was that when they used to hold their book clubs, they were very self-conscious of their opinions and saying radical things in this manner. And so instead of just talking freely about the books, they would come together, write essays about the books, and then one person would read all the collections of anonymous essays aloud. And so they could feel free to spread all their opinions, which I think is just so interesting that they didn't want to say what they were saying. So they would write these big elaborate essays about their whole opinions and what they thought like the book was trying to say, and they would just share that with them. So there was no fear of being judged in their book club because they just had this manner of writing things down anonymously and creating their opinions. 
And from here, we get into the modern book club, which there's more than 5 million Americans in book clubs right now, which is a large number, considering it's often said that Americans don't like to read. We can't talk about the success of the modern book club without talking about Oprah Winfrey. So in 1996, Oprah decided she was going to start her book club and this just changed the world of publishing because suddenly books that had not been seeing any recognition in their success had gone from low, like close to failing books to being Oprah picks and soaring to the tops of the charts. They were becoming New York Times bestsellers. They were being read by millions of people around the world. And suddenly they were just booming. Like I believe there was one that was a pick and it hadn't been like it was published in the 1800s and suddenly in like the early 2000s it was a number one pick like how else does that happen if it's not for oprah and so these people were coming together with people they never met like most of these people who were reading these books hadn't met oprah they don't know oprah they've just watched her show they like her they want to talk to her about stuff they want to feel close to their favorite celebrity so they were reading her book picks and they would come together and they would talk about it and it just would it would create this kind of this kind of encouragement towards reading and people would just be more people would just be more likely to read the book then they're just joining this book club and i think one thing that oprah did that was super important was she was promoting authors of color so we all know diversity is important we know that we need to listen to other people's perspectives because we don't have their perspectives we need them to tell us what's happening in their lives for us to know what's going on for us to make educated decisions about what's happening and so i think it's super important that she was celebrating this and so of her of her 81 books 30 of them were of authors of color and that's that's 37 percent so that's like a big chunk considering this is in the like the early 2000s this is a good time for us to shine a spotlight on these people who otherwise would not be getting as much recognition as they were and i think from here we really get the the beginning of the celebrity book list thing so like some of you may know Reese Witherspoon has a super successful book club. Oprah's book club still runs. I know there's a lot of internet celebrities who host book clubs and they do it online. And it's rewriting the way that we look at literature, the way the publishers view things. Like there'll be new copies out with the Reese Witherspoon stamp on it. It'll be like the exclusive cover. And it's changing the publishing industry and it's changing because it's changing the way we consume things. We see that these celebrities that we love are reading these books and we want to read these books because we trust their opinions and we're seeing this and it's a crazy change and so like one thing we see it in the technological era is the online book club there's so many of them they come in all shapes and sizes we have these giant book clubs that meet they meet in a google hangout or a youtube live video or something like that just some way that they can communicate with big audience and they just get things out. And so in 2015, Mark Zuckerberg actually made it his New Year's resolution that he was going to read a book a month and anyone with a Facebook account could join his book club and read that book alongside him and talk about it with him when they had their meetings through Facebook events. And so it was, it just changed the way we look at things because we suddenly are so connected to people that we hadn't been connected to before. We can talk to people that live on the other side of the planet. We can ask their opinions. We can know what it's like to live like them to an extent. And it just, it changes the way we are reading books and it's changing the way we're talking to people. Now, you've heard me say this, you've heard me talk about everything that we're doing and why book clubs are great, but you're still sitting here like Caitlin. 
I'm not joining a book club. I don't want to do that. I don't have the time for that. And let me tell you, you're wrong because it's the perfect thing for anyone. If you are an introvert and you don't really want to spend all that much time talking to these people around you, you don't see the joy in it. Like I get it, but let's like 95% of the time that would be dedicated to a book club is done in solitary. You're reading the book. It's not that centered around the club aspect. It's mainly about the book and you can take that time and you can just read. You can read to your heart's content. You can follow the book club, find out about new books, and you can use that time to just read the book that you want. But if you're an extrovert and you're like, I don't like to read that much. It takes a lot of my time. I would rather be doing other stuff. You get the chance to find out about new literature and you get to read it and you get to experience it and you get to spend time with these characters. And then you get to come and sit in our little club and you can understand all that there is and what we thought. And you get to interact in that situation that you do best everyone has that time when they read the book that they just want to talk about forever and they love it and it's their favorite book and that's all they can talk about it and i think book clubs really give you the freedom to force everyone around you to read that book and have them love it as much as you do um it's a great time to just sit down and be like hi i love this book i want you to read it please read it and then they do it's a perfect excuse to have that moment and it's also if everyone's had that conversation where they're just like i don't know what to talk to you about but if you're in book club you can talk to them about this book and you can talk to anyone about this book. You can talk to your friend about this book. You can make new friends with people in the book club. It can be a great time to sit down and just be like, wow, let's talk about this. So let's talk for a minute about how this is helping students. So I was doing a little research, as you do, you know, and I found across a statistic that absolutely blew my mind and it said that six minutes of reading a day can increase your reading level by over at least one grade and I thought that was insane because do you know how short six minutes is? It's nothing. It's one listen to Bohemian Rhapsody. That's it. I know that's a long song but that's one song. It's not long at all. It's like you've waited in line for more than six minutes. You've watched a YouTube video that's more than six minutes. Um, I'm sure even in some situations you've sat through a commercial break that's more than six minutes. It's just, it's no time at all. And if you do that for one a day, that can just change your life. It can change the way you consume things. It can change the way you view the world. It can change your schooling if you're a student. Um, it just, it blows my mind. <laughs> Six minutes, just six minutes of reading decreases your stress levels by 68%. 68% lower stress levels. That's faster than if you listen to music for six minutes. That's faster than if you go for a walk. That's faster than if you drink tea. All these things that are supposed to calm you down super easily, they don't work as fast as if you were reading a book. Reading a book is a better remedy. And reading that book and then coming together and talking to it as a group can be the ultimate stress reliever. It gives you a reason to sit calm down, work your way through stuff, and then come together and have this fun, friendly interaction with others. But if you're still like, Caitlin, I don't have six minutes. That's not something I want to do. And if I do have six minutes, I don't want to be reading in such a choppy manner. Like I want to sit down and read maybe a chapter or two. Like I don't want to sit down and read like three pages. That's not how I operate. That's not how you consume a story. Then like, I hear you, but you still have time. I can assure you. Most people's screen times are at like three hours, which is a big chunk of your day. So if you took that three hours and made it two and a half hours, you suddenly have 
an extra half hour that you can dedicate to reading. Or if you took that three hours and put it in an audiobook, you can take time. Or not that I'm saying you shouldn't listen to my podcast, but if you cut down on one podcast a day, you can read more books. You can have more time to read these books. And if you're sitting here listening to this and you're like, Caitlin, I'm not even a student. Why do I care about my reading level going up? Then first of all, I would love to hear how you found out about this. I'm so curious. But second of all, if you do join a book club as a retiree, you are lowering your risk of premature death. And that is super important. We all want to live, don't we? Yeah, yeah. So that is it for today. I hope you all enjoyed this. Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope that I even just a little bit encouraged you to join a book club. And if I did and you're in the Mashpee community, feel free to stop by the Mashpee High School Library and find out all about Project Lit Book Club. So this is run by me and we are going to be coming together as a Mashpee community and we're going to be reading books. Um, and if you want to, you can still read the book. There's still time. So just let me know. You can get in contact with me if you want at mmhsprojectlit on Instagram and that same mmhsprojectlit at mpspk12.org, which is that Mashby domain. So if you're interested, let me know. Also, if you have any future ideas for the podcast, let me know. If you are really interested in hearing me talk about a certain subject or wanting me to do something, let me know. I would love to hear about it. You can contact me through that same information. This is just as much about me as it is about you, and I want to know what you guys want to hear. So please, please, please let me know what you think. Leave me a review. Tell me what you want to hear. I would love it. Thank you.